This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hour number five of the G-Bag Nation, the power hour, baby. The General Gavin Dawson is off to uh, coach... His girls' soccer team. Wish him the best of luck. He's headed out to McKinney right now, trying to make sure he makes it to the game on time. The uh, game starts at 6.30. Will he make it? 877-881-1053. Let us know. Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo, Lucius Alexander, parting with you. We've got Jared taking over for Hot Stove at 7 o'clock. The Get Right will be on from 8 to 11. But right now, let's do some football's finest. Here is my nosebleed seats brother, Eric Chiafalo. Thank you, Wolchuk. Yeah, when Dawson was looking at us, he was like, I don't know, should I go be there? for my team like is it cool what should i do here i'm like the competitor in you come on now you don't leave your team at the altar before a huge game you got to be there and you got to make sure you look at that bench and let them know what the hell is going on yeah you you, you're the head of the snake bro i mean what are you gonna do you're not gonna be there for for your squad in a moment of competition when they look to you as the leader you get your butt out there and you go coach your balls off shout out to carter freeman too i don't want to leave you out carter you know i love you see free He's going to like the uh, college football conversation we're going to have in just a few moments. But Are we going footballing? I uh, I do need to acknowledge 198 days away from the official NFL football being back in our lives. Just 198 days? 198 days. The countdown is underway, and uh, I will keep you abreast on the situation as much as possible throughout the offseason. I will uh, I will try and keep everybody posted just how many days away we are until we get our beloved football back. But let's uh, do a little finest, shall we? Micah Parsons yesterday letting the world know that he's trying to get in a men's softball league in Frisco. So Ooh, okay. I would imagine, I mean, he's got 124 responses on, on Twitter. I'm sure he's found a way to, over the last 24 hours or so, uh, pick pick a team and maybe he's all set. But if you're a Frisco softballer, and you're potentially one Micah Parsons away from winning the whole thing. Uh, I wonder if he's looking for like real competition, or if he is he just looking for an outlet like a like a beer league softball deal. And I, I mean, don't know if what, we saw him at that celebrity all star game. I think he's looking for real competition. He's just probably going to try and crush everybody. Oh, that's a dong ball waiting to happen. Oh yeah, that's a guy you want. That's a certified masher. I mean, just have him DH for you. I mean, that's the thing though. It's like we have Pat Mahomes who's not allowed to play pickup basketball anymore contractually. And we got Micah Parsons, who's going out here and, and doing his best to win the All-Star Game Celebrity MVP. And now he's doing the the Men's Softball League. I don't know how much longer you can get away with this. Once you get the Fatty Fatty Boomba second contract, there's going to be some stipulations in there. You're probably Don't you right. think? Like, he's yeah. got to get all of this out now, out of his system now, because rookie contract clauses might be slightly different than highest defensive you know, highest paid defensive player in the league and type he's of clauses. Still young, right? It's best shape of your life season all the time for Micah Parsons, so he can just spring back real quick. The, 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 as you get older, just later into your career, it's like we can't risk this, man. Next thing you know, like a tweaked hammy, that's going to linger into the season. You're not going to be able to recover as quickly. Yeah, I, I don't know how the Cowboys take news like that, 
but I guess Good it luck just telling him no. I mean, they don't want to tell him to get off the field when they're up by 30 points in the fourth quarter. Yeah, that's true. Uh, okay, here's Antonio Pierce, head coach of the Raiders. Let's not forget that on Christmas Day, it all, it felt like things were looking as bleak as they possibly could in the Pat Mahomes era uh, for the Kansas City Chiefs. They're losing at home to the Raiders for all of us to see on Christmas Day. And it was like, okay, maybe like maybe the the Chiefs really are like this is really not their year. Or Turns the Raiders out, just have the blueprint, baby. Well, that's what that's what Antonio Pierce is alleging. Brand new head coach of your Raiders. Now, I don't know if this is something he should have, like, is this something you keep behind closed doors? Like, you tease the idea of, we know what we need to do, but we don't actually give you what it is that we're doing. Did he tell us what they're doing? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Antonio Pierce, this is a no-no. And where the hell is George Lopez right now? That's what I always think about when I hear this song, Lucius. George Lopez, the George Lopez song. And every, Yeah, yeah, I do. And every time I hear Pierce's name, I think of that low rider he was in on yeah. the way to the game. Yes. Yeah. Oh, good call, dude. Well, he he was Max Max Crosby. Okay, I guess Mike is not the only one. Max Crosby's got a podcast, and so he has his head coach on. I, I wonder if if Micah could ever pull Coach McCarthy to get uh, to get on his podcast. But that's what Crosby did. Crosby got his guy, head coach Antonio Pierce, on the pod, and they start talking about shutting down Mahomes okay. on Christmas Day, and he likened it. Uh, Antonio Pierce likened shutting down Mahomes to what the Pistons did. Back uh, back in the '90s, to Michael Jordan, the physicality factor of it all. Okay, and so he basically has the Mahomes rule is like the Jordan rule. He says we've got the Jordan rules, and we've got what I'm calling now from now on, as long as I'm here, the Patrick Mahomes rules. You remember when Jordan was going through it with the Pistons, all those yes. guys in the '80s before he became Michael Jordan, Air Jordan. The Pistons used to whip his ass. <laughs> Anytime he came to the hole, elbow, uh, elbows, feeling him, love taps were in his head, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually. I'm touching you. What? I don't believe that's consensual touching either. He says, so I showed my guys Jordan getting his ass whooped, and that's what we went out and did. So basically, uh, oh, and then the other thing he says, uh, Pierce said he shows the Raiders clips from boxing and UFC fights to show them the kind of aggression he wants from his defense. I like that. All right. Bunch of crazed dogs. And he said he needs his team to have a fighter's mentality towards Mahomes and the Chiefs. Quote, we've got to knock off the head of the snake. 15, hate the color red. There's a hatred for the Chiefs. Now, I I like everything he's saying there, here. Like, I I think he's 100% right. He's the defensive head coach. He's bringing that new culture. He's bringing the physicality, the toughness, especially from a defensive side of things. That's exactly what you want. You're throwing up boxing. You're throwing up the UFC. You're getting your guys hyped up. Hatred for the Chiefs. You got to manufacture some level of hatred. Hey, this is your division rival, and they're supposed to go win all the Super Bowls, okay, and win all the division titles. We can't allow that to happen. But... And I think he's right. Like, ultimately, this is the only thing you can do to really contain Mahomes is try and try and annoy him and pepper him with all sorts of hits more so than what he's used to getting. But I don't know if he should. This feels like bulletin board material. This makes me feel like Mahomes and the Chiefs will never lose again to Antonio Pierce and the Raiders for as long as he's there. Ever. Like, that's my guess. Yeah. That's my guess that happens here. He Man. shouldn't have He shouldn't have gone out with the details on this. No. Just say, hey, we we feel confident in our plan against him, and we're going to be we're gonna be on his rear end. Yeah, he should have been just a little bit more, uh, you know, sly about it. Like, Nick Bosa did a good job 
saying, I, I think we put out the game plan of how to stop Jalen Hurts and the Eagles, and I hope the, the Cowboys watch the tape. Well, it seemed like everybody else followed suit in the Eagles, and maybe that was some part of their own fault as well. They just kind of combusted and short-circuited themselves. But this is something I think you, you told a little bit too much here, AP. Big shout-out to the 251, uh, asking for a shout-out to Foley Lions softball team. Season starts tonight. Oh, let's go Foley Lions. Shout out to the Tolo and the 251 right there. Go get them, baby. Go get them. Uh, Sean Payton, I'm seeing this story. This is a story that resurfaced, but I don't know how familiar we all are with the details of it. This is the insanity and the just the, the, the competition that fuels the great ones. And I think maybe that's an overstatement when talking about Sean Payton. But nonetheless, we remember... You don't think he's a great one? After the... After the Bounty Gate suspension, he's here locally in Argyle coaching the Liberty Christian Warriors. Oh, yeah, that's right. Back in 2012. Didn't they make a Netflix movie about this? Oh, my gosh, they did. Well, I think it was kind of like big picture, like over the whole thing, but then it was also King of Queens started. Yeah, Doug Heffernan. Yeah, good old Dougie. Doug Heffernan. Paul Barmolkov. Starred as, yeah, that was an interesting casting choice right there. But there were Warren Sharp has an article that he is resurfacing. It's from Grantland. This is from years ago. But the details on it are pretty amazing. So you have you have Sean Payton. He's the head coach of the Saints, but he's suspended. So now he's just having to kill time until he's welcomed back into the league and he can resume his duties as head coach of the Saints. And so during that suspension, he was the offensive coordinator for his son's sixth grade team in Argyle. Payton used a simplified version of the Saints playbook and the team went unbeaten until they suffered a loss near the end of the regular season to a team that ran the single wing, which his team was unable to stop. Since he believed he would face that team again in the league's playoffs, he obtained video that the father of one of his players has recorded. So this this is like a Spygate situation. Hey, Dad, I need you to go watch one of their games, bring that camera recorder, and you're going to film some of this stuff so that we can figure out how to stop these guys. He obtained, uh, so he obtains the video. He then contacts his mentor, Bill Parcells. This is all for a 12-year-old sixth-grade football team. So he gets Big Tuna to help him break down the opponent's offense. Like Bill Parcells has nothing better to do. He probably doesn't. Yeah, that's true. He's retired. He probably couldn't wait to break down some single-wing offenses and how to stop it. He's like, okay, all you need is Lawrence Taylor, and you're going to get this thing figured out, Sean. Uh, so the teams indeed ended up facing one another in the league finals and Peyton team, uh, Sean Payton's team ended up losing once again to that team, despite going, you know, taking every All measure possible. He's doing Spygate different things. He's welcoming in Hall of Fame legends like Bill Parcells. He's also talking about John Gruden as somebody that he welcomed in to try and get some details on. Uh, but he was quoted, Sean Payton was, as saying, you have no idea how much time we spent, and still they put up 58 points on the board. So he does all of this stuff, and it was to Springtown. Springtown Orange Porcupines. They lost in the regular season 38-6, to and that's when he's like, okay, we're going to have to figure out how to stop this single wing tee, even if we have to cheat and do Spygate. And then they get into the playoffs, and they end up losing 58-18. to Oh, my gosh, it wasn't even a competitive game. So whatever it was that he got from a combination of Bill Parcells, John Gruden, and and Spygate, it, it didn't work. And, in fact, he ended up losing basically worse the second time around. I don't know if you hire him if you're the Broncos after hearing this. I know. But the links that he was willing to go for his son's sixth grade team, I bet that Springtown, like, that's just a cheat code. 
That's even terrible. 10 years ago, you're running single wing. These defenses don't know how to handle you. No. You you are the one team on their schedule that's not just trying to air it out. Yeah, I mean, they've got to have like the one kid that nobody can tackle. Yeah, maybe they had a couple of studs just got, in Springtown. Yeah, because I mean, that's what it takes. I mean, when you're playing in the high school level, if you've just got a couple of dudes that are just absolutely dominant, especially in smaller schools, you're going to be able to just kick everyone's ass. Okay, so the big news in college football today was that the college football playoff has officially adopted the model, uh, and it's going to be the 12 teams. Yep. With the five highest-ranked conference champions and seven at-large teams making up the field. I think North Texas has a chance. It had been presumed for some time the model would be the six highest-ranked conference champs, but it's only five. And it was going to include an automatic spot for a Group 5 team. Uh, But with the Pac-12 now being just Oregon State and Washington State, that fifth conference champion is likely going to be a Group of Five team anyway. So what we thought earlier of like, oh, this is great news for the quote-unquote Pac-12, those two teams are shoe-ins, that's not going to be the case. It's probably smart by the committee to do that because I don't think either of those teams are probably going to make it. But the interesting part of the model is that the top four spots are given to the four highest-ranked conference champions. So they not, get a buy, right? Yes, and but not necessarily the four highest ranked teams. So theoretically, well, what, they, what? Hold on. So theoretically, the ACC champion Florida State could get a buy at number seven over an SEC team at number four. Like maybe the second wow. best SEC team yeah. is ranked higher than the conference champion ACC team. Sure. But because you're the conference champion, it's just like in the NFL, you won your division, so boom, you're here and. If you were second in your division, even though like the Cowboys had to go to the the Buccaneers a couple years ago to play Tom Brady, even cool. though the Cowboys were had the better record, were obviously the better team, yeah. but the Bucks won their division, the Cowboys didn't, so the Cowboys had to go on the road. Damn. So it's similar things that we see where wild card teams in the NFL end up having to go play on the road, even though they're going to a team that they were actually better than. So it's a similar situation there. Yeah, it'd be like what we just saw with, you know, your fourth seed Alabama. Georgia was the five, uh, number five ranked team. And then the ACC champion, the sixth ranked team, Florida State, would then get a bye. And Georgia would be sitting there with, I got to play. At the, and, and they're ranked higher. Right. And so the other thing to consider here, I saw from Joe Pompliano, my Italian brother, the new college football playoff, putting the four highest ranked conference champions as seeds one through four. That means Notre Dame even if they were the number one ranked team in the country, they would get the number five seed. Yeah, so the independent, because they're, they they now need to join a conference. This ultimately, is what's going to happen. Ultimately, Notre Dame is going to end up joining the Big Ten or whatever this is now. Yes, I believe that will end up happening. It's going to be the super conference stuff, and we're already starting to see the way that looks, but it will, it will be even more heavy-handed. they're making it to where you don't want to be an independent in this situation. And You're this, not going to be able to get one of the buys. Yeah. So, I mean, you still obviously get that home game, uh, but that that makes you have to go, if you're going to go on a run there, you got to win four straight games to win the title as opposed to just the three. So that's one one of the interesting nuances that uh, is unfolding now that you're going to get the 12-team playoff. And most of us are on board with this 12-team playoff. Some I, I see some people lamenting, hey, we, it should just be six or whatever, but I think the 12 will be fun. But it is going to be pretty awesome when you consider those those first-round games. Yeah. I think it's just the first-round games where you're going to get uh, on-campus playoff games. That's going to be a wild environment. Those environments are going to be next level, yes, dude. Yes, that's going to be really cool. 
that's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited for that. And for for guys like Jared Sandler that do their annual college football trip with their buddies every year, mm-hmm. I Maybe wonder. Plan it for this? You, it, yeah, I mean, it's going mean, to. You don't know where it's going to be, so it's going to be tough logistically, like flight wise and all that. You got to kind of wait to the last weekend of the season. It's a last minute kind of deal, but being in. The, especially the first installment of this, but on-campus playoff games are going to be Ruckus. as electric as anything that Dude. American sports would have to offer, I would yes. think. Yes, Death Valley, LSU, I mean, the shoe, the horseshoe in Columbus, the big house in Michigan. I mean, these are all going to be amazing venues. Yeah, that's going to be wait. a ton of this fun, dude. This is going to be a blast. All right, there's your little football's finest. Thank you very much. When you say you go back-to-back, you want to hodgepodge it? Do you think I have the stamina for that? I think you do. I'm ready to just sit back and watch. Okay, well, we have an incredible basketball beef going down right now. Carmelo Anthony versus George Carl. Oh, Carl? Wait till you get the details on this next year in the nation. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's party rocking a little hodgepodge here on a Toxic Tuesday. Great to have you in the G-Bag Nation. Pre-gaming for Rangers Hot Stove here on your official station of the world champion Texas Rangers. Gosh, this time next week, Chuck, we're going to be surprising. Surprising We're going to be up. surprising, man. Oh, my gosh. I'm looking forward to Brought it, Brought to you dude. by Sonic. Mmm. Good. It really is exciting. I'm looking forward to our Clubhouse Exclusives Volume 2. Yes. Last year, we asked everybody their favorite Sonic item. I think this year, we just tee them up for, like, what is? let's play word association. And we'll just hit them randomly with, I. okay, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Sonic. Go. Tiles. And just, I'm sorry? Tots. Tots, yes. I, th- I do think the Tots will be a big winner. I think their ice, you know, ice might be the first thing that comes to their mind. Uh, their general drink selection, Hedgehog. perhaps. <laughs> I'm a huge fan of the, the supersonic cheeseburger. Onion rings. Uh, yeah, all the, like, that's the beauty of Sonic, man. Like, the, the variety in which they have the breakfast all the time. Blast. Uh, all, all, all just wonderful things. So, next week's going to be absolutely beautiful. Uh, the segment is brought to you by the Frankels, by the way. Life is unpredictable and accidents happen, so make sure you holler at the Frankels uh, if you need any uh, assistance there, 214-333-3333. Now, a couple of things to get to. We do have a, a, a great beef going on right now with some former NBA greats, uh, Carmelo Anthony, Where's George that Carl. Beef, baby? Uh, we will get to that here in a second. I also, I know, Walchuk, you're, you're, you're passionate about the tipping uh, just in, oh, I am, in yeah. the world. Yeah. 
if you go out and eat somewhere, you should probably leave a tip if somebody's serving you. Or if you're getting food delivered to you, I would I would tip. Okay, well, I got a you-make-the-call situation for you here momentarily, but let's start in okay. the world of football. I just saw this. I had to pull it because Jameis Winston, he was actually on Barstool's uh, podcast last week or a couple weeks ago, but this particular clip did not really surface until, I guess, today. This is Jameis Winston. He's talking about Mike Evans. And he obviously knows Mike Evans extremely well. They were teammates in Tampa for many years. Uh, And now Mike Evans is a free agent. He's just Mr. Thousand Yards. It doesn't matter who his quarterback is. When you put him in an NFL uniform, that dude's giving you a thousand yards every season. He's from the state of Texas, particularly from Galveston. I've never heard this before. I don't even really know what he's saying here, but here's Jameis Winston. So uh, I think Texas receivers, they just, I feel like, they're they're different, but Mike is different. Mike is from from Galveston. I, I, I always I always tell this to people. He's different. He's from Galveston. And this is something that me and uh, my trainer talk about a lot. If you are born around water, like you have a different way of life. You function differently, and I just I just feel like you function differently because water like water has no soul. You know, it doesn't discriminate against anybody. You get in that water, it's going to take you wherever it goes. Yeah. So I feel like people that are around water, they're, they are very strong will. They're one with water. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Mike is from Galveston. If you've been to Galveston, Galveston is known for, you know, I don't know what they're known for because I'm not from there, but I know they have a beach. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's it's not a pretty beach. No, they're you know? known for oil. There's <laughs> uh, it, It's some of the dirtiest sand in America. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But it's not a pretty beach. So Mike is from that muck. Yeah, you know I'm saying it might be all mucks from that. You know what I'm saying, but it's still muck. So, uh, so he he he's a little different. I don't I don't classify him as like the regular Texas receivers because he's from the muck. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> that dude is a genius, bro. <laughs> I know. Love this man right here. I just love listening to him talk. I mean, he is so entertaining. How's Barstool not signed him up for a podcast yet? <sighs> because technically he's still playing, I guess. But you're right; they should. People from the water, they different. Yeah, they got water heads. He's they just move water. different, yeah. you know. Because he's from Galveston, and I don't know much about Galveston. You knew he grew up. Swimming. I know there's some water around yeah, there's there. There's a water though. around there. He's a, basically a merman. Man, this dude is a genius, bro. <laughs> he says the water has no soul, so like you can just be taken. You become one with the water. I have no idea what he was doing there. Uh, oh, it that's was incredible. It was rambling nonsense, but there, there's definitely some genius in there. I think. If we could, uh, if, muck. if we if we ciphered <laughs> through, I don't know, but that's a ringing endorsement for any team looking for oh, Mike Evans yes. here, man. Let's go. Uh, thank you, Jameis Winston. I do. Th- I mean, Jameis in the booth. Come on, man. I haven't even really given that much thought. Like, like uh, life after football for Jameis, it better be with a microphone around a microphone. Oh, absolutely, sure, absolutely. Gosh, what a unique so individual, good. man. He didn't even mean to do that. He thought he was really dropping knowledge. He says, I talk about this with my trainer all the time. All the time. Like, we're, every day for him. We're really. He was really dropping knowledge. He's like, I'm really. Uh, this is one of the most. Okay, I'm, I'm sorry. I think we need to play it one more time. Please, play it one more time. Because, please. like, let's try and understand for the life of us. Jeez. Like, come away with one with one takeaway here. Can you give us anything after you hear this? What in the hell is Jameis Winston saying? So uh, I think Texas receivers, they just, I feel like they're, they're different. But Mike is different. Mike is from, from Galveston. Mm-hmm. I, I, always, I always tell this to people. Always. And this is something that me and uh, my trainer talk about a lot. A if lot. you are born around water, like you have a different way of life. 
you function differently. And I just I just feel like you function differently because water, like water has no soul. You know, it doesn't discriminate against anybody. You get in that water, it's gonna take you wherever it goes. Yeah. So I feel like people that are around water, they're they are very strong will. They're one with water. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. Mike is from Galveston. If you've been to Galveston, Galveston is known for, you know, I, I don't know what they're known for because I'm not from there, but <laughs> I, I know they have a beach. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? And it's it's not a pretty beach. No, you they're known for oil. There's uh it, it's some of the dirtiest sand in America. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yes. it's not a pretty beach. So Mike is from that muck. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It might be oil muck. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's still muck. So uh so he he he's a little different. I don't I don't classify him as like the regular Texas receivers. <laughs> That's <laughs> yes. He's a little different. Oh my God. Allison is known for, well, I don't know what they're known for. God. <laughs> Some of the dirtiest speeches. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if I'm dumber after having heard that, but I also oh, feel more enlightened yeah. than ever. And I've never been more interested in having Mike Evans as a part of my football team. So that's uh, amazing. Thank you, Jameis Winston. That was beautiful. Okay, let's get to on a toxic Tuesday, a little basketball beef throwback style. Uh, but it is it's it's pretty incredible. Carmelo Anthony, of course, starts his career with the Denver Nuggets, and shortly thereafter, George Carl becomes his head coach. George Carl is noted, and I didn't totally realize this when he was in the league, but since being out of the league, this is a dude who is afraid of no one. Uh, he's willing to put his name on anything. He's willing to call out anyone. He's been in numerous online beefs, like the J.R. Smith stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. he, he's gotten into like a lot of his. It's always like his former players too. Mm-hmm. This is never like a guy that I went up against. This is like my own players that I just hated. And I guess Carmelo Anthony was no different. This is Carmelo Anthony on uh, on a podcast with with uh, not Jesus but Mero. And okay. and and uh, Joe Budden as well, and he's telling the story of basically the very first time he's introduced to George Carl. This is Carmelo Anthony. He's a young dude, but huge superstar name. He's like 21 years old. He's with the Denver Nuggets, and this is George Carl, who's now his new head coach. By way of hello, this is the interaction he has with him. He come to me and say like, "Look, man, I think you overrated. We have a lot of work to do." You can stop it right there, Lucius. I know. This is the first time he's meeting him. Hi, I'm George Carl. You're Carmelo Anthony. You're overrated. Like, this is how he starts the relationship, just to set the scene. Great start. Let's continue. He comes to me and say, like, look, man, I think you overrated. We have a lot of work to do. I know I ain't. You know what I mean? I know I got a lot of work. I got a long way to go in this league. But my nigga, I, oh, you just got here. You just got here. Like, you don't need to ask no questions. I'm like, who's who? What's what? What's going on? What's the vibe? individual meetings with every player to introduce yourself. You ain't do none of that yet. You called me. Told me I was overrated. Looked at him. All right. All right. So yeah, you remind me of, uh, I-, I see your role on this team. <laughs> You're more like Detlef Shrimp. <laughs> nah, get the No, this is where it's born. This is a, this is a fact. <laughs> I mean... That is, I don't know. I don't know no much. No they've never gotten along. I don't know much about Detlef Shrimp, but I don't think there could be a, a more comedic name that George Carl could have gone to. Like even if even if Shrimp was an incredible player, and I, I who's to say he wasn't? I have no idea. But Detlef Shrimp is one of the most amazing names that he pulled out there when trying to uh, compare Carmelo Anthony. That is amazing. Um, <laughs> you know he was drafted by the Mavs. Detlef, yeah, that's wonderful. Uh, I know nothing about him. 
but I would have to imagine his game doesn't quite resemble no. that of uh, not at all of Carmelo Anthony. He used to go hard on NBA Live '95 though. Right. Really? Yeah, you'll be all right with him. You'll be all right. So what was going to suck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The ball got in deadlifts, saying You'd be like, all right. Really? Okay. okay. He, I can make some buckets with him. We're talking about a computer now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was better on the, on the video game than he was on the floor. Oh, man. So so Shrimp wasn't a – was he – he was a – He wasn't chopped liver. He wasn't chopped liver. Yeah. He's a decent dude in there. But a role Starter. player. Yeah, I mean, he had, a, he had a decent career. Yeah. I think he was even a coach for a little bit. Okay. Well, I three-time all-star. I, I think that's it's an incredible way to start your relationship off with your young superstar player. Like that is um, that's pretty incredible there from from George Carl. But uh, this obviously goes on Twitter, and then George Carl responds and credit to him tags Carmelo Anthony and says, "Hey, Carmelo, let's not do this. You're telling stories that are 20 years old. Let's move forward." And then he says, "And you were overrated, and you wish your game was as efficient as Detlef's." So he's one of the best scorers in the history of the game. Yeah. Come on, <laughs> uh, yeah. The efficiency stuff, though, he might have him there. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how. Maybe Detlef was more uh, efficient. That could be true. After Mello replied to that uh, with a bunch of laughing emojis, Carl then said, uh, "We all know you're passive aggressive, Mello. So be real. What does this mean?" And uh, he continued. Over these last couple of days, he says, Mello was an inexperienced plus overrated player when I first coached him. Detlef is one of the best international plus most efficient players ever, and I'm the last one in Denver who still feels the Nuggets should honor Mello. So now he's like, he's saying, like, trust me, like, no, you're my guy. You're my dude. Um, he's doing the compliment sandwich here. He's doing the compliment sandwich. But then, then he starts getting real messy because he decides to, does George Carl tweet out, a photo of Nikola Jokic with the with the Larry O'Brien Championship trophy, and oh, no. and he says Happy B Day to the champ, the ultimate team guy, and the greatest player to wear number fifteen in Denver hoops history. Oh man, just a back in. <laughs> Take that, Melo. He's also extended. Uh, he's invited himself on to Carmelo's podcast, and we'll see if oh. if that wish ends up being granted there from Carmelo, but. Uh, I don't know. Pretty amazing there from George Carl. He's willing to stand on it, and I, I would love to hear uh, a back and forth between these dudes on the podcast if we'll get that. But even this right here is is, is plenty good. Like the NBA, we're getting we you have current beef going on. You have JJ Redick, Doc Rivers, all this stuff. There's always player on player crime, but they even take it into the, you know life after basketball. Still involves these dudes. They can't help but uh, you know mix it up and get a little. Get you know, get in the beef with each other. So pretty good stuff there from George Carl and Walchuk. You're going to love this. We have a 45 year old Rory Sanders suiting up in net for the mean green. Oh, hell yeah. He's enrolled in the school. He's a lax bro. Let's go Rory. His, uh, he's, he's enrolled in the school, 45 years old. He's trying to earn an organizational supervision degree, whatever the heck generic, Degree that is. Well, good for him. He's going to school. His son, Ethan, is the team's defensive coordinator. Okay. And uh, his other son, Wesley, is a midfielder on the team. All right. Wesley's the midi. Pops is 45 years old, and he's going to be between the pipes. For uh for the Mean Green That's Lack awesome. Squad, so I know you have season tickets, Walchuk. You'll be out there. I, I didn't can't know wait if you to knew. get back out to Denton. I didn't know, but now this is must watch. You got a Silver Fox, father of two. We are going to sell that thing out there in Denton. 
Okay, fair or foul here? I know you're passionate about making sure people tip. Well, it's obviously at a restaurants. Foul. You don't even have to ask. Uh, there is a woman who, and she decided to video this, but she's there's a twenty five dollar tab. Nothing crazy, okay. but she records herself writing in the tip line at a restaurant. She says in the tip spot, she writes, "Don't call my husband sweetheart." Oh, she, so we have an angry wife. And she doesn't obviously leave a tip, and that's how she, that that's the tip. The tip is, don't call my husband's sweetheart. I hope she doesn't live in the South. And there was no there was no tipping involved there. So I don't know. I don't know if this is is this fair? Is this foul? I'm trying to put myself like in the rules. That's foul. She's she's doing way too much yeah. right there. Yeah, it's foul. She's yeah. being petty and jealous. Yeah, way, way too jealous. <laughs> Extremely jealous. But you got, you know what? Those uh, you have to watch who you're talking to when there's a table of people because the wife does get kind of jealous if you're, you know, yeah, if you're talking to the husband too much and laughing at his little lame yeah. jokes about the menu or something like that. You're right. like, Ugh. then that, that's part of trying to get the tip. It's part of it. Yeah, that's true. You know, you get mad, man. Is it like that's part of the job description a little bit? Uh, but the sweetheart thing, I mean, I love the idea of this being like a like an old lady, you know, who's like very clearly like oh, grandma's sweetheart, sweetheart and yeah. she's upset about it. But I'm assuming this is probably a smoke show, you know, smoke show waitress. Yeah. And she's getting a little bit jealous here. Brought it out of her. But on the flip side of this, the twinkle in the husband's if you eye get there. if you get male waiter walking up and he's of a certain age and he's of a certain aesthetic, nothing you can say as the man, he starts hitting sweetheart on your girl at the at the table. I don't know how we're feeling about that. Thanks, sugar buns or whatever the heck you want sugar to say. buns is really crossing the I mean, line there. I'm still tipping. You're still tipping. Yeah, I'm. I'm always going to tip. Like even if it's just absolute god awful service, maybe we go ten percent. But I'm. I'm leaving something. Would you ever leave a coaching tip like this lady did? No. Like don't do that. You know, moving forward. You know, with your next. Maybe, you know what? Maybe customers. she. Maybe she listened and she said, "You know what? I'm going to take that out of the vocab. We're not calling anybody sweetheart from now on." Okay, so I this- love when the waitress sits down at your table and takes the menu. You know what I'm saying? And takes all the order. Yeah. Sat right down next to the yeah. man. So like she's yeah. joining you. Yeah, usually she's happens at a Hooters or something like that. She sits right down. How y'all doing? Yeah, she starts writing yeah, and she, like all of a sudden she starts rubbing the man yeah. like the back of his neck a little bit. Oh wow. Yeah. Uh, all right, so that's foul. what you do here. <laughs> Let's get you a little crosstalk with the get right. Leading into Rangers Hot Stove with Jared Sandler next year in the nation. Ah, uh, yes. Thank you very much for that care package. Uh, shout out again to CBD American Shaman. Fellas, tomorrow, 1230, we'll get uh, the Operators Club. They're going to be dropping off some food for us. Make sure you come in hungry. All right. Oh, yes. This is, this is the place that's making a, san- a pasta sandwich. Yes, the bread Zeppelin, which you can get stuffed with fettuccine Alfredo or spaghetti marinara. How about both? And it's located in downtown Dallas. I love them. They're fantastic. Go check them out before a Mavs or Stars game or even afterwards. They'll stay open as uh, as late as you want, pretty much, if you're down to party. Oh, that's Operators awesome, Operators Club's where it's at. All right, uh, one nothing. Rangers leading the Stars right now at the end of the first intermission. Stars ready to dominate the second period. But uh, let's bring in the get right. Reginald Datatula, Chris Arnold, three-time, three-time, three-time Hall of Famer. Fellas, how you doing? I'm doing great, and I'm still trying to figure out if there's – they got to have more than one location for the Whataburger inside Glow Black Field. I think the line is going to be just outrageous. Yeah, I think it's just a Friday night situation with the, right? with the Whataburger availability, or am I just is it all the time? Because Jared's looking at me wrong. I, I, I thought I saw like, Evan I Grant. Think Jared will know. I, I thought Jared, I saw. Jared will know the answer. I, I just they're building a structure in there, right? Like, aren't they? It's on the. It's on the. Uh, Let me confirm it's here. Section one hundred four, one hundred five, right around in there, right off of. Wait, is is she a follow trying to make the Whataburger like the the Chick Fil A and uh, Mercedes Benz yeah, Stadium? Yeah. Where yeah. I'm not trying to. Not on Sunday. No, I think it's going. I think this Whataburger at Global. I feel 
Field should remain 24 hours all the time. I should be able to pull up to Globe Life Field anytime I want to and, and hit a Whataburger inside. drive through or mm-hmm. walk inside. Thank yeah, just, you. Absolutely. Just go and, you know, throw, play catch on the field while, they, while you wait for them to make your burger. And then, like, 30 <laughs> minutes later, you go get your food. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I've been heard rumors of, is it going to be a full menu or a limited menu? You can't do limited. You've got to have everything. No way it's a full menu. What none none of those burger. restaurants at ballpark. Yeah, like the Golden Chick, I don't think is even full menu. No, there. no, no. It's well, the pluckers is in one location. It would probably be similar to like what you get at, uh, at an airport, maybe. Mm. Or maybe even more limited than Lucia that. Lucius, how's that guy do that? What a burger. Crispy frost. That's it. Onions. Yeah. <gasps> what a burger. That's Just it. Like you like it. That's it. They got to have to. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad Hurtado's is now going to have to, Dude, right? Hurtado's is doing it right, Ooh. yes, because Hurtado... Was humming. It's Obi. I got, got this breaking news from Woo! Casey Rapp, who oversees all this sort of mm-hmm. stuff. Thank you, Casey. Casey's a legend. Tolo. Uh, it's going to be open every Ranger game. There you Beautiful. go. Okay. There Sorry go. about yeah. that. Thank you to Casey. I'd like to apologize. Thank you, Casey. So that line is going to be like 2 a.m. For real. Whataburger vibes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People will not leave the stadium when the game's over. Dude, are you? I saw Dude, this. The dining options are insane at Globe Life. I saw Whataburger's Twitter account tweet out today. They're doing the, uh, and this isn't like a, a thing that you can just necessarily order off the menu straight up, but you could piece it together. They have the honey butter Wada wings, mm-hmm. which are yeah. literally to die for. Yes. And they're putting them in a pancake. Oh, and they're making no. that like a, you know, honey butter. Oh, what like a, chicken and waffles? Yeah, like chi- yeah chicken and oh, waffles. Okay. But it's with the, it's okay. with the honey butter kind of yeah. deal. I was oh, like, wow. My goodness. When you said putting them in a pancake, I thought more like the chicken nuggets or the chicken wings would be in the pancake, like a blueberry pancake. Oh, and like I was like, I don't understand into. how this is happening. <laughs> yeah. My brain was exploding <laughs> it's inside, in yeah, that yeah, moment. Yeah. I was You're like, making it like a taco. Yeah, okay, got chicken in there mixed with the honey butter. It's all the honey butter. I was really concerned for my own mental stability in that moment. <laughs> yeah, because it's like the way they do. Broadus does that thing where he goes to whatever restaurant it is, I believe in Frisco, where he's getting an omelet. Oh, it's yes. like a, a biscuit omelet mm-hmm. where the biscuit is being cooked into the omelet. It's, it's pretty delicious. Insane. That's yeah, not a biscuit cafe. Yeah, I don't inside. Also, the it sounds delicious. wraps around the biscuit. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the biscuits and the gravy are inside the omelet. Wow, it's amazing. Okay. It's really delicious. What do you guys have coming up on the show? Uh, we got three hours of broadcasting after we get to hear Jared Sandler on uh, Rangers Hot Stove. Excited about that. Uh, at 9 o'clock, we'll ask, do you still have hope that the Rangers will sign Montgomery? Obviously, you know, Scott Boer's portion of this read an interesting piece that might lend a little bit of more insight into it. And also, should the Cowboys go the route of free agent running back? Which one of them mm. are you most uh, interested in? We'll talk about Seems that. Seems like everybody right wants to give them Barkley or Jacobs these days. Yeah. Yeah, do you guys want to go for, like, the name at running back? Like, do you want the Derrick Henry kind of thing? Or do you want the shrewd, uh, like, minimal money deal. I want somebody that can get the dirty yards that didn't cost a lot of money, but they can just spell Tony Pollard. So by the way, running back? By the way, did you draft? Did you hear what RG3 said about, by the way, you know, uh, Derrick Henry lives here in Dallas. He bought yeah. a house. His his wife's family's from Dallas. Yes, she is. And he works out downtown all the time. His workout videos are awesome. Oh my goodness. But we should did make you hear what RG3 said where he should go? He said, Derrick Henry needs to go ahead and sign up with the Ravens because he's been playing like a Raven his whole career. He has been. They wanted to trade for him at the deadline. So Marlon Humphrey let us know. Mm-hmm. But uh, it depends on the contract. It really mm-hmm. does. Yep. Yeah, and these these contracts for 
running backs are at an interesting place right now. I'm looking forward to seeing what a Derrick Henry, what a Saquon Barkley actually commands here. Yeah, it's a real fun uh, group of guys to maybe get some data points on where organizations are with their philosophies on spending money on running backs. Yeah, and I mean, last offseason was a, a pretty, pretty, pretty damning for the running back market. Right, right, right. It seems right, right. pretty clear where they're at. Everybody but knows now. But these dudes are going to get signed, and, mm-hmm. and will they, I wonder how long it takes because they're frustrated with the offers, and how long do they just like, all right, forget it, we'll just training camp eventually we got to sign something here mm-hmm. does it yeah does it go till training camp that's for these what, big name dudes that, or what happens are training these teams camp. willing to throw a little money around does, does a team like the ravens feel like they're a derrick henry away from the super bowl in which case you're, you're willing to pay whatever what they'll do but i'd like to think they're smarter than that what they will do all these teams is wait to see what falls in their lap in the draft if they don't get what they want in the draft then they'll try to get a name watch free agency for running backs will be after the draft watch i like that yeah, I could see that happening. Right, they won't like fellas. that. They Barkley won't like won't. that. But be listening from 8 to 11. We got Hot Stove with Woo! Jared Sandler coming up at the top of the hour on your home of the World Series champion, Texas Rangers. Thank you to the General Gavin Dotson, who's coaching a soccer game right now. Of course, Brian brought us on vacation. Eric Chiafalo, Lucius Alexander, Carter what Freeman. I'm Zach Wolchuk. Until tomorrow, hugs and hand pounds, everybody. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.